Okay, girl, it's makeover time. Let's do something way cool with your hair. We'll give you a whole new style and you can pretend you're somebody completely different. From a totally different time, totally different part of the world. Sounds good, doesn't it? Best part of a makeover is having someone to pamper you and make you feel special, don't you think? Hmm, maybe I should change my hair. I mean, for real. Moon Podcast Escalation! My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend and watch every single episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime. Break it down and talk about just why it is that we love this show so much. And this is going to be a weird one. This is a weird week. Uh, we are going to be watching episode 36, which is called Usagi's Confusion. Is Tuxedo Mask evil? Uh, oh. Which, for, for once, asks a question that it does not answer in the same title. <laughs> That's true. Um, Amazingly, it does not go, uh, Usagi's certainty, Tuxedo Mask is evil. I just realized that we didn't say the name of the original Deke episode uh, last episode. Oh, what was it? Well, last episode was called A Reluctant Princess. But Chris, I dare you to guess uh, the name of this episode in the Deke uh, version. You have to play Deke producer and <laughs> see if you can right. name this episode. Let's see, if I am working for Deke in 1995, what am I going to call this episode? Uh, a Wild Hair. No, that's too too weird of a phrase. You're right. Go, that, that, that go simpler. Um, uh, and also, that would be up. You're calling up your ass <laughs> into people's minds, which they do not want to do. Um, uh, haircut chaos. No. What is it? It's called bad hair day. Ah! Oh, it's. <laughs> So obvious. So obvious. Anyway, to talk about this with us, we have uh, returning to the show from last week, uh, Christy Lee Stewart is back. Hi, Christy. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm better than last week. Good. Are you? <laughs> because, you know, peeling back the curtain a little bit, last week was five minutes ago for us. Yeah, but we got to get a drink and have a break. So. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We did get to talk about the X-Men, for a little bit, which, is, which is always nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, I'm very excited to have you back. You were a lot of fun last week. And uh, if anyone is curious about your history with Sailor Moon, uh, we discussed that on last week's episode. So definitely go back and check that out if you are a new listener. Now, generally, every other week we do some listener questions. So, Jordan, do we have any listener questions from our followers on Twitter? Sure. Let's see what we got. Um, Antonio T. Strange wants to know what Taylor Swift song would be Sailor Moon's favorite jam? Oh, man. Like, there's so many good ones. I have literally never heard one of her songs. Okay, listen. That's seriously? impressive. Seriously, though? I, I, I'm sorry? Seriously, though? That's impressive. 1989 is an amazing album. Here, here uh, you, just so you know, I did a, a ukulele cover of one of her songs. I did, uh, is it called 15? 15. Yeah, I did that one. It was fun. Uh, I think, I think you saw you would be really into, uh, Shake It Off, which is the song about how, uh, everyone just sees her as this, you know, flighty girl, but she's far more capable than people suspect. I think she'd be all about love story. Yeah, I probably. Think that, <laughs> I think she would probably like Stairway to Heaven. So. Uh, no way. She'd be like, ew, is that old rock? 
No way, Dweezil. <laughs> that was a quick one. Uh, here we go. God, you guys are so much more hip than I am. Oh, listen, I'm not that hip. I, I, I don't even... And the, the, the Taylor Swift album I'm most familiar with is not the new one, which is the real popular one. The one I know it's is so bad. good. It's so good, though. Um, And that's only because Nick Lowe, uh, who used to be my boss, and we were... Actually, he's my boss again now, but we used to share an office. Uh, he would listen to her a lot, and so he got me into her. Not, not Nick Lowe, the musician. Not Nick Lowe, the musician. Nick Lowe, the former X-Men editor, current Spider-Man editor. How... How... Like, have Nick Lowe, the musician, and Ralph Macchio, the uh, actor, ever, like, toured the Marvel offices? Not that I'm aware of, no. Just a weird coincidence. Is there a, is there a famous Jordan White? Is there a more famous Oh, Jordan cold. White? I'm the famous Jordan White. Come on. Well, I mean, in, in certain ukulele-based circles. <laughs> yeah. I got recognized at Disney and, World for and, my uh, ukulele videos. Did you really? At Disneyland, yes. Wow. I, I saw you talk about that on Twitter. I was what very did excited. The, what did the person say? Did they come to you and say... Don't you do or did they were like, you're yeah, yeah. that guy. Yeah, it was it was one of the employees at the at the restaurant we went to. I was and it was funny because, again, I was out with uh, <laughs> I was out with Ben, uh, Ben uh, Acker, Ben Blacker and Jerry Duggan. And we all went to lunch at a place in the in a California Adventure. And yeah, one of the people working there was like, do you play ukulele songs on YouTube? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, I've seen you play no FX songs. And I'm like. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> well, you, you've got that mustache. That is true. Yeah. That really now, I will say there is a football player named Jordan White. There is a musician named Jordan, I think maybe even named Jordan D. White. I could be, I'm trying to remember if that's the case. There, uh, well, there's a, I mentioned the football player uh, because there is also a football player named Chris Sims, but uh, his really? name is spelled two M's. Oh, okay. yeah. There's also a football player, I believe, named Devin White. Uh, oh, really? Same as so we, both me and my wife. Name? Oh, no, she's, she's indicating to me with motions that it's a baseball player so okay. i guess i'm a football player she's a baseball that's player. some that's some good couple charades <laughs> <laughs> well i'm completely out of this episode i get none of these references <laughs> you don't know what football is i mean listen i don't watch it but i, I know I, what it is <laughs> i call it soccer i'm sorry i don't know <laughs> <laughs> nice um, okay, uh, I got another question for you. Uh, do you think in the future the Sailor Guardians put their own dreams on hold to be Sailor Soldiers full time for Usagi? Well, we know they do. There's that epic scene where Venus is uh, Venus and Mars. You know, it's part of their 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 shipping. You know, dream that everybody has for them, where uh, Venus is like, "I'm putting aside guys. I'm going. I'm going to just dedicate myself to protecting this to the princess in this universe." And we know that, uh, I mean, again, spoiler for a future episode, but Amy has a chance to go study abroad and she ends up not doing it. Uh, who asked this question, Jordan? Uh, Squirrel Girl. Oh, okay. Hey, Squirrel Girl. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm mistaken. That's the next question. Don Carnage asked this question. Oh. Hey, Don Carnage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess they kind of, kind of have to, like, especially you know, Amy wants to be a doctor, and we are, we already kind of know that, like, the ultimate end of Sailor Moon is that everyone becomes immortal and lives forever <laughs> in a magical kingdom. So, like, doctors are kind of obsolete. No, they're they're very oh. important because you suffer forever if you don't have a good doctor. Uh, You'd live forever with miserable pain. Is that now again? I have never seen the end of this show. Remember. Is that specified that like they don't? Oh yeah, I don't it's think they get into the end. Everyone else. lives forever, but you. <laughs> is not eternal and also suffering is <laughs> eternal so have fun everybody bye it's 
gradual. She's obviously the one who worked out the immortality then. She became such a great doctor over these thousands of years. She's like, oh, we'll just live forever then. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, I, I, I think they do. I think that they end up having to say, yeah, everything's more important. I mean, this is more important than everything else. So, I know, I'll, I'll become a doctor when I have time. You know, Ray, <laughs> Ray never becomes a famous singer or anything like she wants to. <laughs> So. Yeah, this, man, that phrasing it that way is a real bummer. Well, I mean, in their in her free time, she could put out an album, and you know it would sell well. Like, yeah. oh, one of the goddesses that rule our universe <laughs> has an album. I'm gonna get it. I mean, and listen, Chris, that's exactly the way I feel about Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Um, no, but I mean, the same thing happened to Usagi last episode. She was like, I, I don't want to give up on just my regular life for this crazy danger and, and to do this hard thing that is difficult. And, uh, well, really, and she got slapped for it. Technically, her only dream right now is to eat and sleep. So oh, who doesn't love that? She can so, still do that. I guess she has to still do that technically. <laughs> Yeah. I just, like, it is kind of a bummer when you think about how much, like, th they do have this epic destiny when we have seen them wanting to do other things. Yeah. Listen, you know? with, with great power comes great responsibility. Somebody said that once. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't know. sound memorable at all. <laughs> it's kind of awkward phrasing. Somebody should maybe go back to the old uh, typewriter on that. All right. Sorry. I mean, it obviously wasn't written by a Chris Sims. So. <laughs> Not enough M dashes and commas in it, uh, to be honest. Here, here's the question. question. Here's the question from Squirrel Girl. Uh, cast your version of the Dark Kingdom Office, please. Uh, and I think I think uh, she means uh, with the original Office, because then she says Zoisite and Quinzite for Kelly and Ryan, respectively. Oh yes, that's kind of perfect. <laughs> that so is that is TV's greatest portrayal of negative love. <laughs> that was, they are the worst. Oh, but I mean, like, that's the thing. If you actually try to line it up with the real office, it doesn't quite, I mean, like. No, it doesn't. Queen Beryl is no Michael Scott. No. <laughs> Not in any sense. But but I feel like Queen Metallia is kind of a Robert California. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I mean, I, I don't know. Do, like, is there a is there a is there a Dwight? Oh my god, <laughs> uh, they're I mean, all Dwight. Pretty Jedi is kind of pretty close to Dwight. Like, oh yeah. Yes, I know all about pet stores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll, I'll I'll buy that. I'll buy that, and then that means that Molly Molly is Molly's Aaron. No, I was going to say Molly is um uh, Pam because oh. Deflight has to be Jim, right? <laughs> That's oh, that's really horrible. It's really awful. I'm actually really liking this. Can someone write this out? And then, well, because that's what would happen is that they set up an office building in Tokyo, and we're like, it'd be easier if we just work out of this building. And they put out an ad for a secretary whose energy they will be draining constantly. <laughs> I, and that's Molly applies for that job. Uh, all I want in this world is just the confessional scenes. <laughs> like just the sitting, like talking to the camera scenes with the Dark Kingdom. Yep. Like that's, I, I want nothing else. I just, someone make that, please. I honestly don't know how that has not happened yet. Come on, people. Oh, please, please. Someone, someone make a full, like, 
this I, is like how, I will how give do you, you expect them to make this like what i will give you twenty dollars for a full uh negaverse animated uh, no like that comic okay, comic. Like a zine. Okay. Okay. make make me a zine that's just the negaverse uh talking about their business plans and talking directly to the camera about how much they fucking hate each other and i will give you twenty dollars <laughs> well, that's that's good money that's, look, that's all i can afford I <laughs> oh man oh yeah it's it's Ryan and Kelly as uh, Zosite and uh, Kunzite is pretty, pretty great. Thank you, Squirrel Girl. You've inspired us all. You want to keep going? Yeah, let's do another one. Uh, Helen B says, do you guys have a favorite or least favorite fan theory about the show? And then she says, excluding Mako Amy, which is obviously canon. Yeah. So many, how many people have told you how right I am? About that? A lot of people have said people this. people have told you how I am 100% correct. A lot of people agree with you on this. Well, there's also a lot of erotic drawings that even Naoko did. So. Really? Yeah. Okay. I guess I don't know about those. All right. Well, uh, give me a second. I'm going to, I'm just going to uh, Google something unrelated (laughs) (laughs) um fan theories about the show i don't know a whole lot of fan theories about the show yeah i don't i don't think i know a lot of fan theories i mean i like some of the ones we come up with but i don't know uh i mean i guess i I guess your favorite would have been that the the scouts were previously reincarnated as the knights of the round table i was enjoying that until it got Uh, shot down last episode do you get Which to pick? Oh no, false. that was somebody else, right? I was going to say you can't pick your own fan theory. No, that, oh, was, that, that was, was no, that was my theory. So I guess I can't pick my own. Mm. And then uh, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, like the only the only real fan theories I know are the ones we come up with on this show because we're watching it and coming up with stupid ideas. <laughs> I, I know a lot of Pokemon fan theories, but I don't really know any about Sailor Moon. Um, so yeah, I guess send, I mean, send them in. Send us. Would some you fan mind? Theories. Can I can I hear one of your Pokemon one? I'm fascinated. Oh, the the major one is that uh, Pokemon Red and Blue take place in the aftermath of a big war which is why uh all of the grown men that you meet are either like old men or or members of organized crime and why lieutenant surge says that pokemon saved his life quote during the war <laughs> when you talk to him and why uh the main character has no father that's not bad yeah oh i saw one recently and this I'll, I'll make it short this is not a pokemon podcast i saw one recently on tumblr someone said well what if Ash is actually crazy and he's not sending out Pokemon. He's just sending out bombs and just bombing the world. And that makes no sense. But for some reason, I really want to see one of those cheesy YouTube recreation, you know, angsty versions of it. I don't think the second person would agree to battle him if that was the case. (laughs) I'm thinking they don't agree. It's in his mind. They're like, yeah, I want to battle you. And he's like, cool, here's a bomb. Oh, you know Uh, what? Here's here's a fan theory. The next question is a fan theory, in fact. Oh, okay. Let's question. See, see Jeff Klein says, question, what if Naru is an unawakened Sailor Earth and Luna just fell down on the job? Oh, <laughs> I love that. Of course, there, okay, here's one fan theory. The one fan theory is that Tuxedo Mask is actually Sailor Earth. Well, right. by the, I mean, they say he's from Earth. Uh, yeah, he's the Prince of Earth, too. But, I mean, all of them are female. He should be female if he's a Sailor Scout. Yeah. Well, you got to watch those musicals, then. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta get uh, Yamato Yuga on, on those. Someone, uh, uh, someone sent us a picture. Let's see. It wasn't when they did. Tom Patton sent us a picture, though, that he found on the web of uh, Jedite and Nephilite walking in on uh, Kunzite and Zoisite in bed. Ooh. It's not graphic. 
Oh, <laughs> but it is up there in our favorites. Uh, it's pretty funny. Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go look at this. Uh, okay, let's let's do one more. What would the silver? Oh, that is a pretty that is a pretty great picture. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Paul Siebert says, "What would the Silver Age Sailor Scout have been like, and who would have drawn slash written them?" Silver Age Sailor Moon. Uh, I would if if we could get like like Otto Binder and uh, Kurt Schaffenberger's Sailor Moon uh, again. All due respect to Naoko Takeuchi, that would literally be the best comic of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love Silver Age, goofy Silver Age comics. So, like, uh, Sailor Moon obviously is already kind of goofy and does embrace that goofiness a lot of the time. But, like, going even goofier and even Silver Ageier would be a lot of fun. Uh, I think, I think uh, it would just be, like, it would be Sailor Moon's pal, Molly Baker. Okay. Uh, and she, it would just well, be... Please tell me she's trying to figure out who Sailor Moon's identity is. Yeah, she would be trying to figure out who, what Sailor Moon's oh. identity was. And it would all be Usagi using her powers to uh, teach Molly lessons that's so good oh my god it would be so funny i love those superman comics so much they're yeah, so they, dumb and they're so good they are great they are great <sighs> all right that should be the last one then yeah well we will uh we will answer some more questions in the next couple weeks uh thank you for sending those and if you have a question you'd like to see us tackle uh you can always send us a message at sailor business on twitter uh so thank you for that but now it is time to watch uh episode 35 bad hair day 36 36, 36, oh. episode 36. See, you got me that time. You Jeez, got me all messed up. Oh, that was great. Uh, bad hair day is bad what we're watching. Bad hair day. If you are just joining us. Oh, this is getting so difficult. Our heroine is Yusagi Tsukino. She is also Sailor Moon, and she is also, also the Moon Princess. She just recently discovered that she is the reincarnated Princess Serenity, who was one of the rulers of the Silver Millennium uh, Moon Kingdom, which is a weird name for a kingdom. I know, believe me. Uh, she fights the uh, Dark Kingdom, who are trying to gather energy to resurrect the evil Queen Metallia, one of two queens that they have, a regular queen and a super queen. Uh, and in order to do that, she is joined by her four allies uh, and her two guardian cats. Uh, we have uh, Ami Mizuno, the kind-hearted girl genius with an IQ of 300. She is Sailor Mercury. We have Reihino, the uh, hot-headed psychic who is a shrine maiden at the Hikawa Shrine. She is Sailor Mars. Uh, she has two ravens named Phobos and Demos. A lot of animals <laughs> on this show. Uh, again, nobody knew she was Sailor Mars. Her two ravens are named after the moons of Mars. And they, and they are not reincarnated ravens as far as we can no, tell. They're just, they're just ra- but, they're, but they are like weird psychic ravens. Yeah. They are like weird slightly smarter well, than average. don't forget, ravens. she's one quarter monster. She's also a quarter monster. Uh, she has no parents. <laughs> uh, there's also uh, Makoto Kino, uh, who is the five foot six Amazon uh, possessed of great strength and a kind heart and a romantic soul. And she is Sailor Jupiter. And, and also has no parents. And also has no parents. <laughs> yeah, poor girl. And Queen Serenity did a terrible job of sending everyone to live with their parents in the early 90s. And we also have uh, Minako Aino, uh, who was previously fighting crime as Sailor V, a masked guardian of love and justice alongside her cat, Artemis. Uh, there's also uh, Memoru Chiba, a.k.a. Darian Shields, a.k.a. Tuxedo Mask, a.k.a. Prince Endymion, uh, who was presumably injured slash killed in the last episode and then hauled off to the Dark Kingdom to be brainwashed. So that's a bummer. And uh, who else? Am I missing anybody? Everybody well, important. I think the hour's over, so... <laughs> 
This episode starts. They have stopped doing that introduction. They did. Like, because it is too much. Like, at this point, if you are, I might stop doing it because let's, let's be real here. If you're just joining us, you you're really lost. need to go back a little bit. This episode starts in a way that I, we've never had an episode start before, as far as I can recall. We've never had an episode starting with Usagi sleeping? I think I was, we have. No, with Usagi sleeping before the opening title. Instead of having a, a what's a, 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 a summary, a recap or anything, which they usually will do before the opening title of, of the uh, of the episode comes up. This episode starts with an original scene before the opening title. We we, uh, we have Usagi dreaming of being on the, the moon again and uh, chasing after Endymion as the world burns around them, uh, fade to the fact that it's a dream that she's having and Luna is there going, oh man, she keeps having bad dreams. And then we get a nice slapstick moment where Usagi's arm clobbers Luna and held, holds her down in the bed next to her. I like that she is apparently dreaming of someone saying, hey, can you sum up the events of the past two episodes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I don't want, because she's like asleep going, I don't want to fight monsters. I don't want to be the Destined Moon Princess. I just want to be a normal girl, but I can't be a normal girl because I have to fight the Dark Kingdom alongside the other Sailor Guardians. <laughs> and Luna helps. Luna helps. And then Luna gets clobbered and it's quite funny. And then it cuts to the uh, the, uh, the name of the episode. Which, uh, we've already said, Yusagi's Confusion. Is Tuxedo Mask evil? That's right. So, uh, so that's new. That, that is new. That is not something we usually get. And it's a nice little device for conveying all that information because things things are complex now. <laughs> Things are complicated. Uh, the next day at school, we get a, a scene from some people we haven't seen in a while. Riga Kelton is there. Lisa Brownridge is in the house. Mm-hmm. And at the center of things is Naru Osaka, alias Molly Baker, uh, Usagi's old best friend from before she was a superhero, uh, who is constantly in danger. Uh, poor, poor Molly. Uh, and everyone is excited because there is a new salon opening with a, uh, a uh, world-famous uh, hairstylist who is going to be offering free haircuts. Again, keeping with the Juban district having like the most contests and the most, this is, this, this hairstylist is the winner of the world hair design contest. Right. You know, <laughs> the what? Also, you- don't you think Molly would be just a little exasperated? Like, I'm not going to try anything anymore. <laughs> you yeah, think? Molly at this point should be like, oh, there's a new uh, salon opening up and they're giving away free haircuts. Well, I'm going out of town. Uh, I'm going to yeah. go spend the weekend in a cave, like in a bunker, uh, because I've seen how this movie ends. Well, I'm going to spoil this episode just a little bit. One of the biggest and most important parts of the episode, I'm going to spoil right at the beginning to complain that everybody is excited about this hair salon. Nobody changes their hair. (laughs) Nobody. Not a single character gets a different haircut by the end of the episode. Yeah, that is... You would have to redraw all the cells you were trying to reuse. (laughs) Mm, mm. Yeah, like, like, if if their hair exists in a transformation (laughs) sequence or an attack, it is not changing. No, Lisa Brownridge doesn't change her hair. Nobody changes their hair. Look, look, is is Lisa Lisa Brownridge the one with the very severe bob? Because I like that. I like that style a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I like it. It's very nice. Except she's very excited to get the free haircut, which she apparently doesn't get. Well, wouldn't it be, like, okay, imagine that you find out that someone has won a world hair design competition (laughs) and you go in there oh and they say your hair is perfect and they say you look perfect oh my god how good would you feel oh it would be so a lie I would feel like I was being lied to you would just open your wallet and dump it out on the counter oh I'm gonna pay them to not cut my hair now shh I think you have a wait, good wait. idea where you're going. <laughs> they, they go, we're going to give you a free haircut, but if we don't cut your hair, then you got to pay. Listen, listen, your hair is beautiful just the way it is. 
Oh you don't God. you don't need someone else. Oh you don't need to change. It's so true. Sure. How much is this? How much is this? You're beautiful. Oh, oh I God. Can't sing I anymore. shit you guys so hard. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so so they, they try to entice Usagi to getting a haircut. Yeah, they're they're all talking about this, and Usagi is just like laying on the desk going, Whatever. Okay, sounds great. And if I'm Molly in this situation, I'm gonna be like Hey, uh, did your boyfriend get stabbed in front of you and then die? Because that, like, I was acting like this when my boyfriend got stabbed in front of me and died. That's a weird coincidence. Yeah. I actually hadn't thought that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would think that Molly would be like, like, Molly should be the one this episode making her go out and doing something fun. Yeah. Because Molly that's should what be like, Serena did for her. Yeah. Molly should be like, hey, Melvin, do you have a cousin or <laughs> like, do you have any friends? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, he does have a cousin. He goes to Mina's school. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Uh, what is uh, Amano is uh, Umino, the, the Umino equivalent in Sailor V. Uh, so Isagi's totally bummed out, even though everybody is ex- excited about uh, glamour and glitter, fashion and fame. Uh, so we cut. They already to- went to the Starlight Tower. That's over. <laughs> Uh, we cut to the Hikawa Shrine, and uh, Luna says something very worrying. Uh, she tells the other girls, Usagi hasn't been sleeping well, so now you know there's a problem. Yeah. Now you know some shit is up. Luna called a meeting to talk about Usagi to the other scouts. Yeah, because if uh, Usagi stops eating and sleeping, things are bad. Also, here's here's her explanation of Usagi hasn't been sleeping well. Just when I think she's asleep, she starts to have nightmares. That's sad. But I mean, that means she's asleep. Yeah, so. it's just when I think she's asleep, she is definitely asleep because that is when you have nightmares. <laughs> Look, she did watch her boyfriend get stabbed and die. And listen, <laughs> that is oh, like- hang on, hang on. I, I know that I am the one who actually likes their relationship, but even I have to say, you're using the word boyfriend real, real liberally here. <laughs> the guy that uh, she had a crush on. Well, well destined were, moon lover is a bit of a past. mouthful. Yes, they were de- destined lovers thousands of years ago. You're absolutely right. They never officially broke up. <laughs> Well, he died. I think when when he dies, it, it counts as being over. Oh, I can't believe you, right? It's eternal love. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Listen, I'm not the worst person here either because uh, Luna calls this meeting to talk about Usagi and goes, yeah, yeah, she's been really sad. Also, she's been <laughs> bumping into a lot of shit and falling over and hurting herself. And we get a bunch of like joke scenes of her getting hurt. Uh, uh, her her falling over her, and then her getting slammed in the face with a volleyball. Well, you and know then- what was odd about that? It's like, oh, look how clumsy <laughs> she's being and how bad at sports. It's she was exactly yeah. like that before. Yeah, yeah. And then Artemis pops up and is like, she needs to get serious about being the Moon Princess. And it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Is her being upset about a person getting stabbed with and abducted in front of her? Is that not serious enough for you? And oddly Artemis, enough, Ray. Artemis her. might be the biggest asshole on this show. He. <laughs> He gets he better, really but he is kind of a dick right now, especially. Yeah, he's definitely a dick. But Ray actually, and again, when Ray is defending you, or defending against you, you know you're a real dick. <laughs> um. So, and so, again, yeah, and, and like, and like, uh, this is where Jupiter finally realizes, oh wait, that was your boyfriend, wasn't it? Because Ray is like. Hey, you know, she's dealing with someone she loved dying right in front of her. And Jupiter's like, "What? Hey, why do you know about some that kind of feel? Oh, right, that was your oh, boyfriend. Yeah. Right. He was your boyfriend. Oops. It's like I saw on Facebook you changed your status. It's complicated." <laughs> <laughs> Back at Usagi's house, she's just kind of staring in the mirror and listening to the song playing. 
thing in uh, uh, Memories Locket. We didn't actually talk about this last episode, but in the flashback to the Moon Kingdom, which was, you know, a thousand years ago or whatever, for people who watch and talk about every single episode of this show, I am so shady on the details. <laughs> they're, they're, uh, they don't really spell it out. They yeah. they say it, but they don't. Anyway, it is the same locket that existed in the Moon Kingdom yeah. in Silver Millennium. That they thing is durable. They make them to last. <laughs> the locket got reincarnated. Or it was in a cat butt. <laughs> maybe. Maybe it was in a cat butt. Maybe maybe Darian just found it in a cat butt one day. So, uh, so she's crying. So she's looking in the mirror crying and she has a vision of Memory saying, crying doesn't suit you, bunhead. And she starts thinking about how he always called her bunhead or meatball head of me, uh, American dub. And uh, so she decides that maybe she does need to change her hair. So maybe she doesn't want to be a bunhead anymore. Maybe she doesn't want to be a meatball head. Yeah. And that's really uh, sad. That is really sad. But it, it's, it's such... <laughs> That is such a, it's such a reach to get her into this weird haircut monster plot. No, no can I tell you something? It is so okay. not. It is so is not. Is it not? No, a, a, a giant emotional trauma and then a girl changes her haircut. Like I've so many, I know so many people who've done that. Oh yeah. And it's a very cultural thing too. I don't know. I just feel like it, it, it comes off as, I mean, that part, no. The fact that there is also a haircut monster that is showing up at the same time. Yes. Oh yeah, sure. That part's a weird coincidence. Well, yes. is it a coincidence? Yes. I mean, Yes. yes, it is. <laughs> I checked, and it is. And this is this is this is a total Jedi plot. This is a total because okay, it, it, since Jordan jumped ahead, I'm going to jump ahead. Um, <laughs> we find out eventually that what it, what happened here is that they turned this world famous hairstylist into a monster, and and she ends up getting moon healed and turned back into a human, right? Mm-hmm. Um, except for we've only seen that from people who were reincarnated Great Yoma. No, incorrect. Remember, Zoe upgraded the crystal so she could make a normal person into a monster. When did when did when did that happen? That happened after the Rainbow Crystal episodes. Uh, there was an episode. Where was it? What was which one was it? Am I just completely forgetting? Uh, you are just completely forgetting. It was the episode where 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 Zoisite said something like, "New power, come forth!" <laughs> and look, that happens a lot. And and she had a new power. Let me look up the list of episodes. I also have no memory of this. It just happened recently, guys. I'm not crazy. This I time mean, I'm serious. Okay, let's see. Uh, list of Sailor Moon episodes. I, I literally Googled list of episodes. You could just go to, to our Moon. website. That's oh, true. Yeah. But that won't, that won't have enough of a summary. Um, here we go. Is it before Sorry Hitler? <laughs> see, that's is why it, I'm saying. Uh, that's not going to help me any. Is <laughs> Sorry Hitler. Is it? Oh, it was it the one with... Uh, Tuxedo Melvin. Redman? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I guess you're right. I guess you're right. She does turn... Okay. Because my whole thing was like, if this had taken place, you know, 20 episodes ago, they would have just gotten a monster pretending to be a hairstylist. Right. But now uh, they have a way. They have a way to turn them into that. When When is the episode where... Oh, well, I know it's coming. I was going to say, eventually, there is an episode where we bring back the, the Rainbow Crystal people, but I don't know when that is. Yeah, there's like, there's a lot of people getting turned into monsters for very dubious reasons. <laughs> This show. Okay, that was that was my that was my question about that. So yeah, we've got a haircut monster on the loose. Spoiler warning. Uh, and so Mina drops by, uh, and this is actually one of those things where uh, I think this is one of those things that gave me the idea that that Mina and uh, Isagi were supposed to be doubles for each other because a they are like Mina is later mistaken for Sailor Moon, uh, and b there's a scene where you know she's she's talking to Isagi about getting a new hairstyle, and she takes Isagi's hair out of the, the Odongos. 
And I think this is the first time that we've seen uh, Usagi's hair down. I think it's the when only it wasn't, time. Well, when it wasn't part of the disguise bend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because we see her with different hairstyles because of the disguise bend. But this is, I think, the only time that we see it down. And so you've got Minako there with her hair, you know, that has the bow in it, but it's still basically down. And you've got Usagi with her hair down. And because it's Sailor Moon, they look very similar. Uh, although the, the, the show does try in this episode to give them two different shades of blonde. Oh, yeah, they I, definitely I have I think you're ones. right though like i have a vague memory of somewhere it's maybe it's maybe it's a fan theory it might it might actually be a fan theory yeah it didn't that make sense it's not too weird i thought for some reason yeah i remember you saying it and i think i think i just took it as a fact when you said it listen Mm -hmm. i've I've read a lot of sailor moon fan fiction in my in my younger days (laughs) okay you know what you know what's sad Uh, like this episode makes me sad as a Funny as it is, as weird as it is, it it was kind of the remake of what happened after she realized she was a princess. Because in the manga, it was really, really sad. They went over to her house because she hadn't gone to school for a week. And her mom's like, oh, she's just not eating. She's not sleeping. And they go into her room and she's sitting on the floor. And her room is like covered in hair. And she's like beside herself. And she's like, my hair has kept growing since I got my memories back. And yeah. so it was kind of like a personification personification. It was a, a physical manifestation of how she was changing. And it was a really sweet moment where they, they're all there for her and they brush out her hair and they cut her hair for her. And then you turn into the anime and they're like, let's, let's have this weird hair salon with this <laughs> monster. Well, yeah, they were like, we can't do an episode about just emotions. We have to like, <laughs> I mean, we just did, we just did three straight episodes about emotions. They fought monsters. I am ready for a monster with clipper hands. (laughs) So, yeah. So, so she does, she takes down her hair and I think that's the only time we've ever seen her. We ever see her like normal self with her hair down. Um, They actually, and they actually show in the background while she's, while Venus is, is, is brushing her hair. There's all sorts of different hairstyles you could have. You could have this, all these hair, different haircuts and they show these different haircuts and it's so funny because it it really emphasizes how all the characters on the show look alike but have different hair. Mm-hmm. Because it's just those aren't sail- like that's her? What do you mean? <laughs> that's not her <laughs> at all. Uh and it's like, oh, I guess that's yeah, that's her face with different hair and it just looks like a different person. Now I will but say they're they, also really cute. Oh sure, sure. They do um they do give her the same bangs. Because I, I've oh, talked yeah, before yeah. about how uh uh there's a really cool subtle design thing where Isagi has those Peter Parker you know those Peter Parker John Armita bangs. Yes. And when you put the tiara under it, it makes a heart shape. Oh. It's a very subtle heart shape on her forehead. Oh, yeah. Um, so I like seeing her with, with you know, all the different styles that keep that design element to it. Uh, especially since there's shots of uh, Minako, who does not have that. Uh, she's just got, you know, kind of straight across bangs. Uh, you know, it's, but yeah, it's a really, it's a really cute scene. So yeah, they're completely different. They have different bangs. Right, of course. <laughs> Slightly different schoolgirl outfit. Like one's got a bow and one's got a, a bandana and, and different bangs. Clearly different character designs, everybody. Absolutely. <sighs> Cut to... Cut dark- to the Dark Kingdom. <laughs> where? where Queen Beryl is like, hey, I need that silver crystal or I'm going to murder you. Uh, heads up. Darian is still microwaving. 
He's he's in his stasis pod from Alien. But like, there's uh, also the weird energy. I mean, the reason I say microwaving is because there is the weird energy stuff like moving over it, like all the do time. Do you? Can you see microwaves? Oh Jordan? yes, I can see all energy. <laughs> no, but like that implies that something is cooking or something is going on in there. Yes, there, there's there's obviously something happening. He's in a pulsing pod. Yeah. So is the first time you watch it, did you think that they were going to eat him? No, no, definitely not. He's a he's a hot pocket. He's tuxedo hot pocket. <laughs> He's confusion. Is tuxedo mask food? <laughs> Someone please draw your interpretation of that title uh, at Sailor Business on Twitter. <laughs> that would really stump her, I think. So, uh, so, so he's like, so Kunzite is like, oh, this time I'm, I'm so gonna do it. And and Queen Barrel's like, yeah, I need you to find Queen uh, Queen Barrel. I need you to find Sailor Moon's identity. And he's like, totally, 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 I'm gonna. Um, yeah, yeah, I could, yeah, I'm doing it. And well, then he summons you know. a piece of hair that came from Sailor Moon, supposedly. Well, you know, Which- he has to have some confidence at this point because he's like, who else can this bitch kill, really? <laughs> You uh, well, like I'm. What then? She's gonna have to go on Craigslist and find more people to help out. Why do you think she's cooking a Darian over there, dude? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Right. If you're if you're Kunza, you're looking at Darian, going, "Ooh, oh boy, oh boy." <laughs> <laughs> so everybody keeps talking about how hot that guy is, <laughs> and uh, also they are brainwashing him, and also he's kicked my ass personally before. So I I really need to do this thing with the hair. So he has one of Sailor Moon's hairs, uh, which is weird because it's not 20 feet long, nope. uh, which it should be. It's a bad where, hair. Where did he get this? From a two-dimensional space where she left a hair, apparently. I guess. I mean, it makes sense that he would have it, but it's weird that he can just produce it without without this being set up at all. Like, it's it's something that's very easy to assume that, like, yeah, of course, her, her you know, her hair fell out. She was... <laughs> Do it, like, you know, she was engaging in physical activity in this place. She was whipping uh, it back and forth. <laughs> yeah. you know, she did, you know, she was blasted with energy and uh, there was a lot of dramatic wind and fire going on. So sure. So, okay. Now listen, uh, I'm going to reveal that I have not gone to a lot of like female hairdresser type places before. Those salons are yes, what those yes, are normally yes. called. So hair salons of this type. I've gotten my hair cut plenty of times, as you can imagine. No, you are. People don't know what Jordan looks like. He is basically a caveman. No, lies. Uh, so they have all these machines. Now, I always thought those were, I, like, I don't know what I thought those were. In this, they say they're like hair steamers. Yeah, there's, uh, well, technically those things are hair dryers, but yeah, they're like, oh, well, steam your hair and it'll make you healthy. Right. Like, so, okay. So, so they're, they're talking nonsense on this show. They're just hair yeah. dryers, right? Okay. Yeah. Because they, yeah, they have what look like the hair dryer things and they're calling them steamers. Uh, they have a million of them in this store. Which are torture devices. Have either of you ever used them? No, no. No, m- but my grandmother owned one. Wow. <laughs> she just had it upstairs. That's kind of badass. Those, they're horrible. Why? I was so already scared. What, why, why is it so terrible? You, you have this huge contraption on your head and it's blowing down hot air and <laughs> I guess maybe this is me flashbacking when I was a little kid and I had to get a perm and it was just burning and they're like, don't move. You have to sit there and don't move. And there's just a bunch of old ladies bitching about old lady stuff. And (laughs) it does not sound pleasant. 
No, it's horrible. So they, so Usagi and uh, Mina show up at this place, and Mina's like, "I need you to fix my friend's hair." Uh, and they're like, "Your hair's beautiful, but we're gonna go do what we gotta do." And uh, they wash. Now I, I'm gonna say they wash Usagi's hair for like 20 years. That being said, she does have a lot of hair, so maybe it takes. Yeah, I mean, look, they just dump that hair in the sink, <laughs> and it is full. Uh, we should say the the stylist name is uh, Kariko Tokiyama is the name of the award winning stylist who is drawn in a completely different style than everyone else. She looks like she's from another anime yeah yeah totally she looks like she's from golgo 13 yeah her uh, head's like a different shape and everything like totally yeah, different. it's it's really it's it's almost disconcerting in a way and oddly enough she's not really a monster well no, yeah she, and that is weird she's yeah. for reals uh so yeah they go to wash usagi's hair this, and meanwhile i think um, this is hilarious the way that they show this go, go ahead and say what happened. Well, i was just gonna say meanwhile uh uh mina's just gonna hang out oh yeah and then somebody's like oh hey just get, you know get your hair did <laughs> like so it's no, but, free but what Why happens not is do this? While she's washing Usagi's hair at first, you see someone getting put into the, the well, the hair steamer, but the hair dryer, whatever you call it. And the, the, the stylist, the hair, the, the, the main girl who's washing Usagi's hair at the time does like the creepiest evil look over yeah. her shoulder, looking at the hair steamer device as it, you, you learn, analyzes this girl's hair to compare it DNA by DNA strand to Sailor Moon's hair and see if this is Sailor Moon. Um, and this happens literally two separate times. She's sitting there going, wash, 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 wash. Creepy. Look. Nope, not her. Okay, good. Wash, 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 wash. Wait, there's another one. Creepy look. And I'm just like, she does this every time someone sits down. She does the creepy look. And the answer apparently is yes. Well, look, you're not paying, so you're not paying for the (laughs) ambiance. Like, yeah, nobody sees these creepy looks. Everybody's too bi- too busy, like, being, like, lulled into a peacefulness by these hair dryers. Which is bullshit. <laughs> oh, it's pretty hilarious. Look, these are Dark Kingdom hair dryers. That means they're creepy. Yeah, that means, like, they, like, they, they, they should be energy, just yeah. siphoning energy. Like, people should be just wandering out and falling asleep in the streets. But, uh, yeah, uh, so they, the reason they're hair steamers is they use a special steam that instantly repairs damaged hair. Now, again, this is, this is episode 36. Uh This has happened 30 times. Not to me. That a business has opened up and someone said, oh, these are special. Uh, and, you know, and someone has been giving creepy looks. And, and, and Mina is the, is the experienced one. Mina is the capable one. She's the one who's been a superhero longer than anybody else. Mina should just start smashing shit up. Mina should just start <laughs> kicking holes in the wall and like tearing shit out of the wall. Like just on general principle. Like if she's wrong, Artemis will take care of it later. That would be a good episode. Her just thrashing around. Just, just being wrong about everything. This scene- like if she, if a business opens up in Juban <laughs> oh, and they have, and they sell things or have a service and the device they are employing is even slightly creepy because these are like weird things that are attached to the wall. See, now you're going to end up with an episode of Sailor Moon where Sailor Moon... <laughs> just unjustly destroys a small business because it opens up and it's just a legitimate small business and she's like bullshit and she takes out this mom and pop and she destroys their life savings yeah except <laughs> except that it would not be it would it would definitely be a dark oh i don't know uh let me just say this these hair steamers are a, another just like the the hairstyles on sailor moon another thing that just emphasizes how every woman on the show looks a exactly alike because as soon as yeah it's weird as soon as sailor venus is in there i'm like i i don't know which one is sailor venus now i they all look exactly like when they had sailor moon getting her hair washed and the first woman got put in there at first i was like oh they moved sailor moon in 
there already. And I had to go, oh, wait, no, she's still in this in the sink. Like, you absolutely she, cannot tell them apart. She this is, is why still... they need facial scars, I think. <laughs> they need facial scars. Oh, she man. Is, like, it, you're right. It takes a long time to wash Sailor Moon's hair, but it takes a believable amount of time to wash Sailor Moon's hair. Sure. She has a lot of it. Um, So uh, Mina's hair is analyzed. The DNA gets analyzed and uh, there's a match. Now, this is weird. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. This is really weird because the way that they explain it is, oh, I was combing Sailor Moon's hair all morning. So some of her hair got in my hair. Weird. Which is yeah. kind of gross. Yeah. Yeah. And she, you know, she used the brush on, on Usagi's hair and then maybe brushed her own hair. But and, like, and what are the odds that yeah. that's the hair that gets analyzed? I just looked this up. Blondes and uh, and Usagi and Minako are both blonde. Blondes average about 140,000 thousand strands of hair on their heads. Right. That's so the average. Go. So the odds are literally one in 140,000. Well, maybe more than one. She could did have you more really, than one. Did you really Google that to convince somebody out there that this doesn't make any sense? It, it, just, it doesn't make any sense. The weird I mean, part yeah, is... When you put it that way, it seems a little pointless. The weird... No, <laughs> yeah. but to me, the weird part is why is that the explanation they went with when they could have gone with, oh, the blonde hair he found was from Sailor Venus. Yes! Yeah, that's what I thought. That's such a simpler explanation. It's way I, easier. I do like that there is a shot of, uh, uh, what is her name, Toriyama, uh, just aggressively washing Sailor Moon's hair <laughs> as she stares at Minako, and the, the hair washing intensifies uh, Miss Kariko. Um, so as soon as she sees Minako, uh, we go to commercial break. When we come back, she has just left Yusagi with her hair soaking in hot water and gone, you're Sailor Moon, and grabbed Minako and pulled her out of the chair. Yep. Uh, and then they use their 1960s Batman aerosol cans full of knockout gas. <laughs> Uh, and not make and knock everybody out. Which again, why aren't you just stealing their energy to begin with? Remember when the Dark Kingdom needed energy? <laughs> Remember when that was a very important? They thing? just don't need it any anymore. Like they just they don't really, seem to need it at all. They really got Molly bad. I, th- I mean, I guess the thing is that the energy was to wake up Metalia, and now she's awake. Now she's awake because she uh, she saw Darian. I was like, hey. <laughs> no, they needed the energy to release her, wasn't it? No, I think they needed the energy before before she was able to like talk with them like so much. They needed energy for. Everything, yeah, though. I, like, yeah, remember, I don't know. Like, remember when Jedi was like, or, or Nephrite was like, hey, listen, I got a plan. I'm going to need a lot of energy. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't. So uh, if you are a small child who is afraid of getting your hair cut, do not watch this episode. Yeah. Because, is that uh, a thing? Oh, yeah. yeah kids are Little, cool. little kids are really scared of getting their hair cut because oh, yeah. they don't understand that it doesn't hurt. Right, right. But uh, no, getting your hair cut doesn't hurt. You would not know. You've never had your hair cut. <laughs> <laughs> You've you never been to a salon. Uh, so this is terrifying because uh, Miss Kariko like pins Minako to the wall by her neck and starts snapping this long pair of scissors and going, oh, you don't get to fall asleep. You need to stay awake. <laughs> it's like, ah, <laughs> all right. That's that's getting a little too real. Uh, I guess she's got her pinned in her chair. Uh, and there's a weird struggle. And then the cutest part of the episode happens. Am I wrong? She crawls away. Yes. Usagi crawling around. <laughs> 
<laughs> under uh, under the uh yeah. the little poncho yeah like with the with the haircutting poncho on it just is so ridiculous and adorable and i love it yeah, her ass grows like 10 times it's just all butt and then she looks around it and scoots some more so then all the other stylists who are dressed in in red and blue start spinning around until they become a blur which then becomes a barber pole yes that uh, is which a thing that occurs this episode is bananas uh and they all form up into uh this amazing amazing haircut monster uh do you remember well, the monster's legit name scary she is scary looking oh i don't think i i don't think i saw the, the name you little uh, sleepy little sorry sleepy. <laughs> it's late at night i don't think it's, i saw the name let me look up the monster's name it is it is late the monster's name is mitsuami mitsuami which no idea what that means yeah let's see let's let's look sometimes it says on the monster's page um does not say but it does say mitsuami is the only yoma to be created from more than one person yeah because it's all it's yeah. all the stylus kind of forming up in a uh, a gestalt organism so weird <laughs> uh so she's uh trying to get uh minako to admit that she's sailor moon then the real sailor moon shows up <laughs> with her hair back in uh odongos oh yeah the the the, uh, the transformation does her hair for her which makes me wonder like if she had cut her hair if sailor moon would have long hair it's a good question ah you're putting too much thought into that i think oh you know what i wish that now i want that to happen i want her to have gone like you know what yeah forget it and she cuts her hair entirely and then she turns into sailor moon and it grows it all back and puts it in the same way and then she turns back and it's like it's still that way and she's like damn it i just got a haircut <laughs> so uh usagi goes like we get a another great uh speech about the unforgivable crimes of the uh of the yoma uh from sailor moon who says you offer free haircuts to young girls who have little money and tamper with their hearts I, Sailor Moon, will not forgive such devious monsters. Uh, and in the name of the moon, she'll punish you. She's not uh, very forgiving. That's not the worst thing. Unforgivable. <laughs> That's not unforgivable. unforgivable. I know. Also, think. she's not really tampering with their hearts. Like, she did well, presumably give everybody free haircuts. Hair is important. It, like, connects you to your self-esteem, man. Wow. That's, I guess, a, that's, I guess that is true. A very metaphorical hair. Come on, if, hair. if you woke up and someone as a prank shaved your head, wouldn't you be a little brokenhearted? Like, what I about mean, your mustache? Come on, Jordan. Okay, that's that's going too far. Yeah, come on. I would be upset. I would, listen, yeah, sure, I'd be upset if somebody shaved my hair, and I'd be double upset if somebody shaved my mustache, so. Uh, there's a weird moment that I assume is a Japanese pun where uh, the monster tells Sailor Moon that she is best moment. She's like a slug jumping into salt, and then a very oh. realistic slug floats up behind uh, Usagi as Usagi does a very animated reaction. Who wouldn't? Though? So good. That's probably going to be the screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty good. Uh, and Mitsuami says that she will melt her into goo. Now, th and this is where we get Mitsuami's powers. Now, uh, Mitsuami has been brandishing scissors and has rollers in her hair uh, and has an arm that is like Mega Man's arm, but it's a barber <laughs> pole. Barber Mega so, Man. And she can attach various things to it. So she gets a, a, a hair dryer that she attaches and blows super hot air at Usagi, who face plants. Uh, and, and this like there's actually some really really stylized animation in this that and getting it like right on the other side of the kind of stock footage of um the you know in the name of the moon i'll punish you stuff like it looks so different uh from from that it looks as different from that as as uh kariko's face looks from Usagi sure. and minikos sure like and i really like that variation in animation that you get on this show she had so she had the the blow dryer hand then she turns it into razor blade hand terrifying which, yeah which is plenty scary then she turns 
turns it into scissor gun hand, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Shooting pairs of scissors that like go like a machine gun into the ground. And Yusagi has to roll out of the way. Yeah. All the way across the store. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty great. Then Yusagi gets her with powder to the face. Yeah, Yusagi actually uses, like, like s- stuff in her and around her. Yes. Like, she improvises weapons, which is, which is neat. She literally uh, has her weapons, and yet she's like, nope, screw you. She, she's just going to chuck stuff at your face. So then she's about to use the moon stick, the moon scepter, whatever you want to call it. The moon stick with its new Epcot Center attachment. <laughs> she's about to use it when something knocks it out of her hand. <gasps> what was that? What happened? Oh my God, it's a rose. <laughs> what can this mean? <laughs> and you're right. Could it be? It can't be. Tuxedo Mask is there. He is sitting with his back to her in one of the, the haircutting chairs. And then as she stares at him, he twirls around and is just like, yo. Don't you kind of feel like he should have been, have like a cat on his lap? <laughs> sure. Or been what, cutting its hair. What I wanted to happen was for it to have been a full reversal and for him to have knocked the, uh, the, the moon stick out of her hand and gone, now Mitsuami, believe in yourself. <laughs> oh. That was would have been pretty amazing. Oh, they really missed something great on that. But they wanted to take the time to like uh, punch her in the gut first because she, upon seeing him, even though it hasn't sunk in, he just threw the rose at her hand and knocked the thing out of her hand, but it hasn't sunk in because she's like, oh my God. And she starts crying with tears of happiness because he's okay. And she's so glad. And he's like, I'm not Tuxedo Mask. I'm Prince Endymion of the Dark Kingdom. I just happen to literally be wearing a tuxedo in a mouth. Yes. I just happen to, which is weird because I don't, we see him wearing his Prince Endymion suit later? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he, it's what he wears in the Dark Kingdom. Like, why does he not just wear that? That's why all does... he had with him. They just took his body. He didn't have time to go shopping. This this was happening quick. So after this, he goes shopping quote-unquote yes. for his old Moon Kingdom outfit. Why does it's... he not wear the, the general uniform? Because he's at home. He hasn't been home yet. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they. They've have got an a, extra. Yeah, they've got an about the same one. size as Jedi. I'm sure Jedi has a, a spare oh. uniform that he's not using. He's got to be taller than Jedi. Uh, while all this is going on, Mitsuami is in the background, like starting a chainsaw, like pulling on a, a cord. Yeah. <laughs> and. And it is hilarious because I was watching it today and I was like, I was like, oh, I get it. It's going to be like a chainsaw. And she's going to be like, now we'll cut your hair with this. But no, she turns around and it's a gas powered giant hair clipper. Yep. Very uh, true. Which is hilarious, which is like genuinely delightful. And we get some major uh, Sailor Moon panty shots. Oh, yeah. Like the scene, the scene <laughs> cuts directly to the camera being right under uh, Usagi's skirt. <laughs> <laughs> it is like blatant. Oh. Disgusting. Sailor Venus wakes up just in time to see Sailor, uh, that tuxedo mask is a bad guy. And she's like, I'm totally telling everybody. But first, and then she transforms. Uh, is this the first time we've seen Sailor Venus transform? Mm, well, I guess it would have to be. Because yeah. she doesn't, we don't really see Minako transform in the last episodes. We just see, you know, Minako is around and then Sailor Venus is around. Yeah. So I think this was our our, our first Sailor Venus transformation. It's a nice one. So I like it. I, 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 like, I, I like her. I don't like her pose as much as I like the other poses. Mm. Um. Because, like, uh, Ray gets the best pose. Like, Ray gets the, the single ladies pose. 
uh, at the end of her transformation. Isn't she like doing like half broke back pose? I mean, she's you know standing to the side with, <laughs> and she's turned to look at uh, yeah, not not quite full. Yeah. It's a single ladies. Okay, that's what it is. Single you know, hand on hand on the hip. Okay, all right. Um, and like you know, Jupiter's got the cool you know kind of tiger claws pose. <laughs> Amy's is the worst. Amy's is the pit. Oh, she's like, got like both arms out and her knees like tucked in. Or she's kind of yeah, she's kind of yeah. 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 I mean, it's it's how I, I I it's how I actually have my Sailor Moon figures set up. I have them set up in their transformation pose. Of course. Uh, yeah. I like, mean, I went and got photo reference and spent like an hour making sure I had the accurate poses for my Sailor Moon action figures. Sure. Sailor Moon has the best pose. The the the, the fingers over the head. Well, pose. as is her right. Yeah. yeah no, I'm. It's... I agree. She's the best one. She should get the best pose. But I'm. Well, just I like the one. Uh, I like the best. I think is Jupiter's in crystal because Jupiter in crystal like goes full rosy the riveter and says i will fill you with regrets uh which is pretty fucking awesome oh man so i don't even know where we're at so so uh Uh, tries to kill sailor moon and uh but but endymion is like um why are you wasting all this time trying to kill her we just need the silver crystal just steal the crystal you idiot meanwhile he's standing right there like doing nothing he was threatening her but i mean they like plummet through the wall and he just like casually walks after them just like can't be bothered so so venus went and got everybody else is what happened so they all show up uh, to save Sailor Moon. Mars does her fire. Jupiter does her thunder. Oh, they, they combine it. They do a, a, a hot lightning. <laughs> yeah. This shit will fuck you up. It's lightning that's on fire, man. <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's kind of overkill, I would think, but okay. And they blow up the razor, and then we get some bubbles to cool everything down. <laughs> uh, you mean you were, to destroy everything. In case you were injured by the last attack here, let's ease your mind with some bubbles. <laughs> and then uh, and then Venus goes, now Sailor Moon, and then she does the healing, and, um, and uh, she's refreshed. They are all refreshed. And in the new dub, she says, uh, uh, she says, lather, rinse, refresh. No. <laughs> yes. Which is pretty hilarious. It's I mean, look, it's not as good as Meow Fresh. No. But oh no, we absolutely no. I don't know. Meow Fresh is a classic. Ugh, you and Hans. <laughs> That's not a pun. That's just a thing a cat has to say because they can't say full words. You and, you and your cats. <laughs> yeah. Meow fresh. At last, me and the two cats are... Oh, and uh, according to the subtitles, it's what she says in the subtitles, too. Yeah, I didn't notice it the first time, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Huh. So, uh, and Demian is still like, no, I'm a bad guy. I wish so, that's what he said. I wish he was like, yeah, I'm a bad guy now. No, he <laughs> says, roses have thorns. You should know that even red roses turn black when they wilt. That uh, That is true. That is what he actually says. <laughs> Ridiculous! I, they should all be like, "What? <laughs> what do you mean?" <laughs> oh my god, dude! A bit. That's the thing. He's ridiculous as always. It's really him. Like, because you would think maybe one of them would be like, "Is that really him?" Maybe they're tricking us. But no, as soon as that line comes out of his mouth, they're like, "Nope, that's him. That's the guy." So he's literally like, all right, uh, my plan as of right now is to kill you all where you stand and take that crystal off your dead bodies. Uh, and Queen Beryl has to call him and go, hey, come back. And then he says something else ridiculous and cryptic to them. He says, a woman's friendship is like, is very fragile. Even a little breeze can make it fall apart like a flower. To which me and Devin watching it went, that's not what flowers do. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what happens when the wind blows the flower. It doesn't just crumble and fall apart. So, And also, wh- wh- why say that? The girls are the ones that keep kicking your guys' asses. <laughs> I mean, specifically with the power of friendship. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know what his goal is there. Just to undermine them. <laughs> Farewell. <laughs> he doesn't Wait, mean that. That didn't that. make sense. <laughs> Farewell. Uh, so... 
So Queen Metallia apparently called him back uh, and he's like, and Queen Metallia's like, I cannot let you die. Cool. He was <laughs> like, I wasn't planning on dying. Uh, anyway. And then, uh, so <laughs> does anything else happen in this episode? No, uh, we do see him in his Prince Endymion outfit. Yeah, we definitely see him back in like his he, Prince Endymion He's got outfit. his uh, his classic armor back on. And then we do see that, that the, the hairstylist has turned totally back to normal. And even though the hairstylist is totally back to normal, like I said, nobody changes their hair. <laughs> Well, why would you after a night like that, please? <sighs> we don't we don't see Molly. We don't see Molly the next day. Uh she's smart enough not to go. She's like, Yeah, this sounds great, you guys. I'm just putting on a show trying to keep a happy face. Things are not <laughs> going well for me. Maybe she's like, Yeah, you guys try it. Yeah, you guys try it. We'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Also we'll I look after. I'm imagining <laughs> that's the other thing that happens though. When uh the, the hairstylist wakes up from being a monster, uh she goes, we said what? <laughs> We're giving away free. That's the whole business model. What do you mean free haircuts? Uh, that's canceled. I'm sorry. That, I don't know why I did that, everyone. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> and yeah, that that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, well, you do Ray, have a little part where, you know, Sailor Moon's like comes yeah. around and they're like, oh, she's back to normal. Well, because they're, they're sitting there going, oh, my God, Tuxedo Mask is a bad guy. She's going to be devastated. Let's tiptoe around it. And then Sailor Moon's just like, everything's great. He's good. He's alive. Yay. And everybody's like, okay. And then and then uh, in a moment that nobody calls out, uh, Makoto just puts her hand on Ray's shoulder and goes, you can't let it bother you forever. And nobody goes, aren't you always talking about the guy who broke your heart? <laughs> like, doesn't every person you meet remind you of the guy who broke your heart that you have been holding on to for the entire time we've known you? Yeah, but she's basically going, uh, listen, get over it. We all know that they're meant to be, so... <laughs> Whatever you felt was bullshit. <laughs> and nobody's like, they're like, hey, uh, shut it. <laughs> I mean, nobody would say that because they yeah, would then no. die she's like immediately be- after. No, she's right. She's basically going, I know you're saying, like, if it was somebody else, we'd say you loved him, but we know you didn't because that's her true, his true love. So forget it. Yeah, I guess that it. And that brings us to the end of another episode. Like I said, it's it's a weird one. Uh, next week, you guys get the best one. Is it next week is the best one? Which one's next week? Let's look. Uh, like the princess? It's princess training. Let's become a princess. Usagi's bizarre training. That's a good one. I look forward to it. All right. So uh, I feel like we learned a lot from this episode about how to deal with loss. Uh, I can oh. only imagine what lessons we were supposed to learn. Jordan, do we have a Sailor Moon says for this episode? But of course. When I look good, I feel good too. But good <laughs> hygiene does more than make you feel good. It keeps you healthy. Brush your teeth every morning and every night. And don't forget to floss. Washing your face helps keep it free from blemishes. And remember that sunblock. I keep my nails neat and clean. And I always remember to wash up before handling food. My hair is my pride and joy. I keep it washed, brushed, and shiny. Keeping clean and neat not only makes you feel good, it's good for you, Sailor Moon says. Okay. Totally true. (laughs) Again, again, good general advice that maybe does not have anything to do with what actually happened in the episode. Uh, That was a hair episode. It was all about hair. I mean... (sighs) I mean, look, also, you're not it, wrong. It what? You're not wrong. You're also not right. <laughs> Story of your life, man. Man, no, no fair. Hey, so um, if someone close to you maybe dies, uh, take a shower. 
kill him there. He's sick. What? He didn't die, guys. If someone close to you turns evil and uh, tries to help someone murder and steal from you, uh, keep your nails clean. That's all you gotta do. Uh, <sighs> so what did we learn from this episode? I guess it's time for Sailor Businesses. You can tell we're a little more tired than we usually are. <laughs> Well, uh, I learned that you shouldn't share brushes because apparently your DNA will transfer over. <laughs> that's and that true. could probably lead to like an STD or something. That is true, though. All sorts of real health problems. <laughs> I learned about the existence of a scissor gun and I want one. Yeah, amen. Like, imagine that gun. Dude, imagine if the Punisher had a scissor gun. <laughs> it would be cool. That would be amazing. I wouldn't hate him. <laughs> Uh, the Punisher did have a gun that shoots swords. I, I do remember that. Yeah. That is, that's like over the top, though. Come on, sword? No. It's, it's not that's over the top cool. enough, if you ask me. Scissors is way more believable. <laughs> How about you, Chris? Uh, see. What did I learn? Gosh, uh, I learned that you should never change your hairstyle. Yeah. Because you're perfect just the way just you are. Just the way you are. <laughs> it's all I think technically the lesson is that you can't change your hairstyle. <laughs> Yeah, you've already been drawn that way. It's it's permanent. Yeah, look, if you have if you have used a special attack, you are stuck. We don't have no the budget for you to change your hair. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, um, like I said, a weird episode, um, but an interesting one. Like it is, if nothing else, fun to see them try to combine that uh, monster of the week stuff with the you know the monster of the week stuff, which is very much the show. Yeah. And it's very much the anime with the ongoing romance, Moon Kingdom betrayal, and and brainwashing, all that stuff, which is very much the manga like yeah those two elements kind of coming together and trying to figure out how to create an equilibrium we see it a little bit in the rainbow crystal stuff um you know we see it a little bit in the molly episode and and uh in obviously in stuff like crystal clear destiny but seeing it genuinely try to go half and half like this it's weird but it is kind of fascinating i think you're giving it too much credit <laughs> you didn't think this was a good one no <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I, it wasn't that great. Like, I can totally see. I, I I totally see that. I am not gonna try and dispute that and be like, oh no, no, this actually is good. It's it's disjointed and it's weird and it like it in a lot of ways it doesn't work. But it's also, I like seeing it. It's also our first uh, our first real uh, adventure of Venus episode. I mean, because again, she's been in yeah. it for the last three episodes, but they didn't really introduce her in any of those episodes. They just kind of have her show up. And we've talked before about how, you know, I like Venus, yeah. but only because of Codename Sailor P. Like, she <laughs> does, like, she is thoroughly redundant in Sailor Moon in a lot of ways. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, until they well, until they figure out ways to set her apart with stuff like the episodes that take place in England. Um, oh, that episode but, sucks. I actually vas- vaguely remember that episode stinking. Oh, yeah. It's, like, again, it's not good. But I do think it's interesting. <laughs> I understand that we're all tired. We should probably not end this on such a negative note. Well, Sailor Moon sucks now, and (laughs) future ones are going to (laughs) suck. No, this is great. I I, I genuinely do. Well, well, now, uh, Christy, you and Jordan, you know, you talked about how the first uh, episodes that you you showed people when you were younger were like the big drama, big reveal episodes. I know those were, you know, Leanne talked about how they were her favorites and, and that, you know, she had 
had to know what was going on in those episodes. And Jordan, you really liked them. I am like, I love the Monster of the Week episodes. Like, that's my favorite stuff. Like, what kind of goofy tennis monster do we have this time? Uh, so do you, like, do you, I just, I, you're right. We're too tired to actually even ask questions <laughs> about this show. I, I love the Monster of the Week question ones too. You, I mean, do you not feel like they, do you not feel like they, they coexist well? No, I do. And it, it's, it's, if it was all just the dramatic ones, the show wouldn't be as good. And if we didn't have these kind of silly monster of the week ones, the really dramatic ones wouldn't be as impactful. Yeah, agree. I mean, uh, although, again, Chris, remember you specifically said everybody should watch the cat butthole one, and wasn't it love Leanne? It. Love it. Do not us? regret that recommendation. And I, and I love that episode. It's one of my favorite episodes. But wasn't didn't Leanne just tell us that that was the first one she watched and was like, what the hell is this garbage? Oh, yeah. I, don't, I, feel like, <laughs> I totally understand that reaction. I, I don't. If that was the first one I saw, I, I probably would be hooked. <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's all a good time it's all a good time yeah it's look oh chris you never i we didn't talk about it uh what did you think of my song my cover of my only love oh yeah, yeah it was great thank you it was definitely something i listened to oh you fucking liar no, i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> I'm I'm just being a jerk. <laughs> oh, it, I, no, I, I liked it. I, I got uh, a lot of people saying they really liked it, so I'm, I I I probably will have put it up for people to download uh, whenever they feel like it uh, with the last episode. But uh, if you didn't notice it yet, you could go get it now. Yeah, and um, the uh, the theme song for our show that you also do on the ukulele, like that is we haven't mentioned it in a while, but it is available to download at sailorbusiness.com. Yes. Uh, so the the Moon Cosmic Power song. So both of those, I think you should probably put up for people's. Uh, listening pleasure for their enjoyment. To Why hear. are you laughing when you say that? I don't understand. <laughs> to, to hear to hear a man in his 30s with a ukulele <laughs> play a song that was probably written by people in their 40s for a show about that was supposed to be sung by a 14-year-old girl. Yep. Uh, it's in, It's like, it is a funny road to get to that performance. Yep, I think. that's true. That's all, that's all I'm saying, buddy. That's true, that's true. That's all I'm saying. Well, I like your music, George. Thank you very much. But yeah, weird episode. <laughs> weird, weird episode. But uh, we are back on track for another really good one next week. So join us next week for Let's become a princess usagi's bizarre training that is what we are back for uh before we let you go christy where can everybody find you online you can find me at christyleestewart.com or on twitter at christy l stewart and you can find me in my publishing work at goodmorningmedia.com and that's morning with a u and you yeah you've got a podcast there right oh yeah we do a podcast pretty good not as good as this one pretty good i've, been, I've listened <laughs> to a few episodes yeah how could it possibly be as good as a sailor moon podcast where we just stop and talk about uh glamour rock band the darkness for five minutes <laughs> yeah yeah well. make sure you don't edit that out that was good i love that part i'm keeping that part in for sure that's how we spin <laughs> off our darkness podcast oh look look <laughs> i am there buddy i am okay there. my my podcast is better than your darkness podcast I can already tell. <laughs> no way no way <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero for an O. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the ISB, and you can find the show on Twitter at Sailor Business. Uh, if you like me and Jordan, then uh, there is an X-Men 92 comic that is currently available that I co-wrote with my writing partner, Chad Bowers, uh, drawn by Scott Coblish, who is amazing, and Jordan edited it. So uh, check that out. If you like the show, uh, the best way to support it is to tell people about it. You know, if you have friends who like Sailor Moon and maybe haven't heard the show, uh, tell them to give it a listen and see if they like it. Uh, if you do enjoy the show, maybe head over to iTunes. There's a uh, look, there's five scouts. There's five stars. You, you do the math on that one. But give us the, the stars, even if you don't like all five of the scouts. Yeah, don't, don't just be like, oh, I only like Ray. <laughs> no, definitely not. 
I mean, like, you're going to, like, if you only like Ray, you're giving us one star anyway. Uh, yeah, uh, leave a rating review, help other people find the show. We would appreciate that. Uh, we we do appreciate everybody who listens and downloads the show. Uh, it, it it means a lot to, to Jordan and I to have uh, these fun conversations talking about something that we love every week. Uh, Christy, thank you so much for coming on the show. You've been an absolute joy of a guest. Uh, and I'm glad we get to do these, these episodes that you uh, loved and hated, respectively. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for not having me for the next one. That's super amazing. Aww. Look, look, it's it's everybody gets two in a row. Everybody gets two in a row. That's the deal. Even though I inspired the show. <laughs> oh, but we should ask if there's anything you want to come back for. But don't say next week. <laughs> <laughs> the the most lesbian episode you can think of. Bring me back for that. Obviously, it's going to have Uranus in it. Well, either that or it's going to be apparently about Jupiter and Mercury. Uh, yeah, they danced <laughs> together. <laughs> they already did that. No, we haven't gotten to that. No, we haven't gotten to it yet. Oh, really? Oh, We have okay. not gotten to it yet. I'm out of sorts. Well, no, bring me back for Uranus. I love my lesbians. All right. Not only have we not gotten to it yet, but Jordan refuses to acknowledge its existence. Because <laughs> I don't do have a very clear it. memory of it, so I look forward to seeing it again. <laughs> Uh, I look forward to you being proven wrong. <laughs> Listen, maybe that will happen. Maybe I'll see it and I'll say, oh my God, it's undeniable. They're in love. That's what happens with every other couple on the show, apparently. I say, oh my God, it's true. They're in love. So there you go. Yeah, you do. <laughs> look, look, you, if you are going to bat for uh and Zoocyte, <laughs> then you can't, you can't tell me nothing about uh, Makoto and Amy. All right. Well, uh, go ahead. Once again, Christy, thanks so much. Everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, we will be here next week with another episode. And until then, keep your mind on sailor business. Sailor.